Back to Live from the Dining Room. That was Hana Lee with a song called I Should Go. That was from the GTG Sessions that was just released on YouTube back when they were at the GTG house in Lansing, Michigan. Uh, if you want to check out the whole thing, it's a full 16-minute Hana Lee set. It's at YouTube.com slash GTG Sessions TV. Um, my name is Jason Wallace. Joseph Galupo is not here this week. He is unfortunately stuck working. But we do have a guest joining us all the way from Chicago, Adrian Grape. Hello, thanks for having me. Welcome aboard. Thank you. What brings you out to the East Coast? Uh, we're going to see Circus Survive tonight. Oh, yeah, I'm nice. Not, I don't, I'm not sure of the venue, but it's going to be the 10th anniversary of the Juturna album. So nice. Be sick. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily a huge Circus Survive fan, but um, fill me in. What, what do you expect? Uh, I've been following their, their Instagram posts on their shows, and from what I see there, it's going to be insane. You know, I'm, I mean, whenever there's confetti at a show, I mean, it's going to be turned up, you know what I'm saying? You know what? That is a great point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I hate to break the fourth wall so early, but it's not Monday evening right now. It's 
Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah, Black Friday. Black Friday. Yeah. Well, I don't really like to go that way. I'll, I'll, I'll say African American Friday. <laughs> Asshole. Um, yeah, man. So you got some songs? Yeah. Oh, I should point out you are in a band called Sleep Good Noise. Yeah, Sleep yes. Good Noise from Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we met like what last August? Yeah. In the we played. Uh, what was it? Trenton. Uh, Trenton, and then North Star Bar. Oh yeah, is yeah. that is that it's place done. closed? Yeah, yeah, they closed it down. Bummer. That was a cool venue. It was a very cool venue. I met you. I was in the middle of browning out, which eventually turned out to a blackout. <laughs> oh, the pre-phase, the gradient. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Overall, excellent night. It was. I mean, the Trenton show was pretty cool because that kid got tied up. Yes. You remember that? Yes. There was pictures all over Facebook. Yeah, I took pictures of that. That was a lot of fun. They, I mean, that's what happens when you're the only dude moshing. Yeah. I guess I should probably... Yeah, I think Nikki from uh, Molly Rhythm took justice into her own hands and tied his ass up. Rightfully so. But it was funny because there was no ill will. It was just like enough of you. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was sick of it. <laughs> it was fun, though. Everyone, had, everyone enjoyed it, including the kid that got taped to the pole. Yeah. He was having fun. Yeah. So, um, you brought us a whole bunch of music of artists that you know. Uh, is this Kodachrome? Kodachrome, yeah, our buddies in Chicago. From Chicago? Yeah, two-piece for now. And they have, like, this mechanical drum thing going through the Mac, but it sounds so big. It nice. sounds real, you know, I like it. Cool. All right, so we're going to check that out. We'll be back and maybe we'll play some songs. Mm-hmm. All right, sounds good. This is Kodachrome in a song called Slow Down.
so much older now was when I was home without a kid. Welcome back to Live from the Dining Room. That was yeah. Local H with a song called Team. I was pleasantly surprised that's the band from the 90s I used to listen to on the radio and they're still around. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool, man. Doing cool things, yeah. All right. Before that, we had All Right Junior with a song called Something Strange. Uh, they're going to be playing Friday, December 11th over at Connie's Rick Rack in Philadelphia. Starts at 7 p.m., 21 plus. Why did I put 7 p.m. and 8 p.m.? I don't know. It starts at either 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> I'm not sure why. It's a $10 cover, though. I do know that. Um, they're going to be playing with In the Presence of Wolves, Kid Felix, and Fell Into Yesterday. And, of course, before that, Kodachrome was slow called Slow Down. Uh, you're going to be playing with Local H New Year's. New Year's at the Cubby Bear, yeah. Nice. In Chicago, yeah. How's, um, how's, how's Chicago with local music? It's tough. I mean, I think you find some cool spots of it. But there's a lot of it's a lot of haters sometimes. Oh really? It's definitely not a music city. When we come to Philly, we get a lot of love nice. and like a lot of love quick. And in, in Chicago, you kind of have to build this strong following, and uh, it's totally polarizing with with Philly. It's it's weird. I don't know what it is, but uh, people don't stay. What I noticed in Philly, the bands play and then the bands hang out and the bands appreciate other bands. Yeah. Which is definitely a good sign of a scene. Yeah, for sure. And it doesn't happen like that in Chicago. Everybody stays outside or something like that. that I mean, yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, in New Jersey, I know specifically, there are multiple little scenes. Not even yeah. that far apart, yeah. but they don't really interact too much. And that's, I guess, the only frustrating thing. But for the most part, yeah, everyone hangs out, yeah, buys like, merch. And what was it? Uh, Mill Hill. Mill Hill and Trenton, played. yeah. Yeah, that was, that was cool, man. Trenton I mean, is really cool for touring bands. They, they really bring right. through a lot. Um, but then there's like New Brunswick up here, which is a huge scene, but they kind of stick to themselves. And there's right. a and there's a feud between uh, basements that are run by like college students. They run shows out of which are great shows. Yeah. And then there are established venues. I think some of the best shows I've ever played were in basements. Isn't that nuts? It's the best. It's the best <laughs> environment because there there are no rules and everybody's trying to have a good time, so it's on purpose. So the, yeah, and for the most part, everyone's cool. Right. And I don't know, I guess just being in a, in, under a house, it just feels like we're experiencing this now, and it's, I don't know, it's it's, right. it's a very cool feeling. Yeah, awesome. um, Yeah, but, I mean, hopefully, um, how's, like, outside of, I, I've never been west of the Mississippi, so I have no idea what it's like out there. I, I mean, it, it, I like it. I like Chicago, I like the people, I like the place. Um, there's just some some parts of the music scene. I mean, look at Kanye. He is a product of Chicago. Okay. He grew up with the hate, and he eventually like morphed into it. So nice. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully better things to come. Yeah. I mean, there were downtimes here too. Yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, I'm not saying everybody in Chicago is a dick. Right. Right. But but you know, you got to find your clique. You got to find uh, people that kind of like what you do and like it for its essence, and just go from there. Nice. Just like with anything, I guess. Nice. 
All right, so you ready to play some tunes? Yeah. All right, excellent. Want any reverb on anything? No, it's cool. All right, cool. Whenever you're ready. Cool.
What was the name of that one? It's called uh, The Sea One. It's off uh, the same title album. Nice. Okay. Uh, so that's a steep good noise. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys got coming up, you guys? We have, uh, sorry, I had smoking my <laughs> All good? Uh, we have a show coming up on December 5th at, um, where is it? Double Door. Thank you, Jamie. Jamie's with me. Um, Double Door in Chicago, yeah. It's going to be December 5th with Mohill and uh, Hidden Hospitals. Nice. I haven't heard them, but uh, I hear a lot of good things from people in Chicago. About cool. Um, as far as you guys writing new stuff, getting anything together for a new album or anything? Yeah, right now we're writing our new album called uh, 12th House, and uh, we're trying to get it together right now. We're like eight songs in. We're trying to definitely overwrite for this album i want to pick and choose from a lot instead of usually our process is like let's make 10 songs and go with those 10 songs right. and this time i want to see what fits what works and stuff like that oh yeah thurston's in the house yeah i'm getting distracted by <laughs> jamie's new dining room dog <laughs> new mascot yeah yeah right. yeah man so it's, it's so it's gonna be a cool album we have this uh theme going for it based on the 12th house and astrology and and we're gonna go with that see how dark we could get with that yeah that's really cool. I I kind of wish Joe was here because he he he's into that whole. Yeah, he would really jump on that. But That'd I don't know cool. much about it. So <laughs> it's supposed to be like where all your like, uh, I mean I may be wrong on this. I'm not completely versed on it. But from what I have heard and Googled, it's like where all your uh, like hidden secrets lie, or the things that you do that kind of lead you towards things lie in oh. your house. Like if I mean I'm sure it gets super crazy, just like the charts look. But um, it's a cool, interesting. Like, if you Google images for 12th House, uh, you find some weird stuff. And I think that kind of inspired me to write some weird stuff myself. Oh, I mean, hopefully it gets as dark as you can make it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's as dark as I can with the type of music we make. You right. Know? Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. Um, so you want to just jump ahead to some music and come back and play some more? Yeah. All right, sounds nice. good. This is going to be The Blind Pets. No, I'm sorry. This is uh, Fall Classic. Fall Classic. Yeah. You know, they're from Chicago as yeah, well? Yeah, Chicago, great band, yeah. Great live band, too. Alright, right, so this is uh, Fall Classic. Fall Classic, what a song called? Sinister. The ever populating sinister convictions in my brain. Brain. Brain.
Uh oh. Welcome back to Life in the Dining Room. That was Purple, a song called I. I'm not very cultural. Leche Loco. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking awesome. I think they're from Texas. Texas, okay. yeah. Purple Texas music. Purple Texas music. Yeah, that's like the best way to find them. I can't find them on YouTube any other way. Okay. Cool. Um, you, you've been following them for a little while? Yeah, we saw them play with the Blind Pets, uh, which are going to be in this list later. Um, and I have like the biggest crush on the drummer. She's like this little blonde f- fucking awesome thing. And she throws the fuck down, dude. Like she's feistier than I am. Nice. It's awesome. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And before that, we had Speed Queen with a song called Four on the Floor. Uh, they're around here, New Brunswick band. Cool. Uh, buddy Chris Pierce, who was in here a few weeks ago, he plays, I believe, drums with them. They're going to be playing uh, Friday. I guess that's next Friday, the 4th of December at the Court Tavern in New Brunswick. So it's at 8 p.m., 21 plus, and $10. They're going to be with Felon, Barbecue Bob, and the Spare Ribs. Nice. Sins. And the turnbucklers. Plus, it's an archer. I think there's a few more to be announced for that. And of course, before that, Fall Classic with a song called Sinister. Yeah. Great band. Yep. They're yeah, they, from uh, your area? Yeah, Chicago. And, and uh, the lead singer, who's one of my favorite singers, um, he kind of led us to finally play our dream gig, which was at the Metro in Chicago. Oh, nice. He, you know, we met him through some shows, and he said, Would you like to play? And I was like, well, thanks. He offered us up, and it was like a big dream come true. So, nice. big shout out to him. For sure. Uh, I think we should maybe at some point even throw some stupid good noise onto this playlist. Cool. It, so the listeners know what, it, what they're listening for. Um, yeah, but it's cool. So, you've been just, we were just talking about this a little bit off the air. You've been traveling a bit. Yeah, I've been trying to, I've been going to Florida a lot. Uh, came out to Philly for four days. And I think I'm gonna do California in uh, in the spring. So fucking jealous. Yeah. Either either on motorcycle or on plane. So oh. one or the other. That sounds with this soundtrack in the back. Yeah. Yes. Everything you say, say is gonna sound amazing. Yeah. It's gonna be sick. This is the op- or the closing credits. So I think the movie Fargo. I've never seen Fargo. Oh. I need to see Fargo. Yeah. I, I would see it. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a good Check movie. I haven't seen the show. I don't know why I'm jumping off on pop culture, but. I haven't yeah. seen the show, but I've also been hearing pretty good things about that. I heard that the show well. is still as good. Yeah. Or, I mean, I heard about that whole, um, there's like a weird thing where they find the treasure or something like that. Yes. Where it's buried. Oh, wait, from from the, from the movie? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Wait, isn't that a thing in Fargo? In the, in the movie, yeah. Yeah, so there's um, there's this whole thing that happened with this Asian lady from Japan or something. I don't know. Okay. And... And she apparently like made her way to Fargo and killed herself, where she thought that was done. Or she apparently they thought she was looking for the treasure and died of like exposure to, to or yeah. But it turns out she just went there because her boyfriend broke up with her and he was from Fargo. But they totally wrapped it around the movie and thought she was looking for the treasure. Bit of a, I mean, I don't want to say let down someone died, but <laughs> I know it's fucked up. There's a bunch of documentaries about it, but uh. It's pretty interesting. Nice. People make anything what they want it to be. So, um, you've been traveling a bit. Where are you kind of, where, where's the best place to visit? Not necessarily live, but just kind of go and hang. I don't know. I like Philly a lot. Yeah. Like I'm thinking buying a house, right? I was talking to your neighbor, Jamie. Mm -hmm. He's trying to buy her house. I had no money for it, but I was, (laughs) I was like legit trying to buy it. Um, I love Philly a lot. Um, I also like, um. I like low-key places, man. Like, in the city, I can't do the city living. There's something about, like, Philly and 
and where I live in Chicago, that it's just like you see, like families and shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not big into like seeing taxi cabs all the time, right. or, or hearing people drunk, drunk coming out of a bar. And there's something about like just chill. It's funny because I've been, I've lived here forever, pretty much, and it's just yeah. so suburban. Yeah, almost boring. <laughs> I think you have to find the the middle point. Yeah, you know, not so much suburban, but I think for a few years I'm gonna go try to. I'm gonna try to check out Trenton for a little bit. Yeah, and I like it down there with this soundtrack. Obviously, <laughs> this one's the soundtrack's gonna chase me down there. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, you want to play a few more? Yeah, cool. Yeah, All right. All right. Whenever you're ready.
and I'm, and you you don't normally play solo or acoustic. No, no, this is kind of scary. You're, pl- you're pulling it off really well, like to the oh. point where if you ever want to pick up some side gigs or something, oh, thanks, you can probably man. pull that off. No Pop problem. bellies here I come. <laughs> um, how long have you been playing for? I've been playing since eighth grade. It's gonna be what is eighth grade age? Twenty fourteen, thirteen. So it's like fourteen years. I've been okay, playing. yeah. My brother and I started. Around eighth grade, he was like in sixth grade. So about half your life. Yeah, nice. with, spent with my brother. Fight. We're like Oasis. Oh, like, <laughs> it goes down. Yeah, yeah. But it's cool. I, I, it's nice to have him in my corner. Um, and my style has changed as his style changed. Okay. He totally curves uh, where I'm going with whatever I do. So it's kind of cool. What does he play? He plays drums in oh, the band. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the thing. Like if you guys, if you people that play together for a long time, it's it's noticeable because the timing is unbelievable. It's like it it can't be matched. It's just clicked. Yeah. I guess. I mean, when we're in the studio, uh, the engineer always says we have some syncopation going on, and it just works. But he refuses to fall into my rhythm, and I refuse to fall into his rhythm, so it creates its own rhythm. It's oh, kind of cool. That's yeah. yeah. That's pretty excellent. Yeah. Um, he's also in Super Good News. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Drummer. For now, I've oh, oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure I've met him before, but I was on under the influence. <laughs> that was a fun night, man. I was, was under a, the influence yeah, pretty cool much too. Man. Yeah, um, I I requested an Uber that night, but I requested it for like three blocks away. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, how do you take that? I, I had to cancel it. I was like, oh fuck, I fucked up. Uh, <laughs> so and eventually I got the right Uber and got back to my room like mm-hmm. passed out for about 20 minutes and i decided to go to a wawa that was attached to my hotel nice so oh that's right you're enjoying wawa right now yeah I, we, <laughs> we are fans of wawa yeah i mean it was always like we're like wasted and there's no other choice and it's like oh we could go to wawa and get hoagies or something and i'm like okay that sounds awesome <laughs> and they're legit good. hoagies they're like legit food for it's sure awesome. yeah. yeah that's that's the cool thing the uh part of the east coast has I don't know. Well, when we get back to Jamie's, we're going to have a bunch of free hoagies from Wawa. Oh. Right? Oh, she's gone. (laughs) She's not even there. Yeah. You guys got the Wawa connection? Yeah. I mean, hopefully they hear this and send them my way. (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah. All right. right. Uh, You want to just, we're going to jump on for a few more songs and then we'll head back in. Cool. All right. So this is Blind Pets from your area. Blind Pets is is from Texas as well. Texas. Okay. All right, yeah, that's right. You said you uh, saw them with purple. Yeah. All right, cool. So this is a song called um, Everybody's by the Blind Pets.
Back to live from the dining room. That was your band, Stupid Good Noise. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Totally different than the acoustic voice. Yeah. But like I said, you're pulling it off just fine. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Alright, before that we had Foxanne with a song called Rule the World. A buddy of ours we had her in there a few weeks ago. Uh Foxanne, the full band, is going to be playing uh the fifth of December. It's a Saturday at Tumulty's Pub in New Brunswick. Starts at eight PM and there's also a food drive going on there. They're going to be with Little Rose, uh, Steve Kelly's Man Dancing, and On the Water, plus more to be announced. Before that, we had Kate Adams with a song called Winter City. Yeah. Buddy of yours? Yeah, she's one of my favorites. That was real. That was a cool song, man. And she looks like that Irish girl from that Disney movie. Irish girl from the Disney movie. What's what's that movie, Jamie? Brave. Brave. Oh. Yeah, she totally looks like that girl. I missed that one. She's going to hate me for this, but she totally looks like that girl. Maybe it'll be a love-hate thing because you're 
playing your music. Yeah. No, no, it's just New cool. Ears. Like I was saying, uh, <laughs> it was cool to hear the full band production. Yeah. She's usually an acoustic artist. Oh, okay. And she's been moving towards full band stuff. So That's cool. cool. I mean, it's cool when people go back and forth. Like, uh, Man Dancing was when he playing that show at Fox Inn. He was, um, he just, he played under the name Steve Kelly for probably about five years, and he was just doing solo things. And then he started incorporating the same songs with bands. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. And uh, before that, we had the Blind Pets with a song called Everybody's. Oh, yeah. From guys, yeah. Texas. Tejas. They have a, a bunk bed in their tour van, which is a sprinter. And I thought it was the best thing because it actually folds up if they want to do other stuff. Oh, really? It folds down when they're ready to knock out. A bunk bed? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Wow. Yeah. I've, I've actually been paying attention to that. We had uh, somebody in here a few weeks ago who's just a full-blown touring musician that's all he does he goes yeah. home for maybe a month and then the rest of the time he's out in the road so he took he he put a, a bed in his in his van yeah. and he's just I, I admire that that could be either very uh, rewarding or depressing right I mean he seems to I mean he's, he's been doing it he said pretty much since Hurricane Katrina because he was from New Orleans oh wow so he's just kind of kept it up so I guess that's there's some reward to that yeah that's awesome um so, I mean, you want to play some more songs? Anything yeah. you want to touch on? Uh, we could play another song. Cool. Yeah. This is actually off the new album that's going to come out. It's called All My Friends. Oh, okay, cool.
Nice. Thank you. Nice. Uh, new albums expected spring? Hopefully spring. Nice. Maybe winter. Maybe oh. maybe in like 2018. Or oh, okay. Nah, no, it's, I'm going to shoot for spring. We're going to try to hit it hard this winter with Million Yen Studios in Chicago. Nice. This should be fun. Have, uh, you've, have you toured much with the band? With Stupid Good Noise? Yeah. yeah. We try to do it a lot in summer. We came out to the East Coast for that round. Uh, we're going to take a break from touring. We have two shows for this year, which is the 5th and New Year's, and then we're going to take a little break and live in the studio for a while. Right. And then take it out in the spring, hopefully nice. summer. Nice. That's the cool thing about what do you get to do? You get to hit the road a little bit with your job. Yeah, it'd be nice. And the, the thing is, it's kind of like weird because... My friend, I have a f- MC friend in Chicago, Mike Wan, and he says that the best time to tour is in the winter, not in the summer. And oh, I don't know if I believe that, but he says because everyone's trying to do other shit in the summer, and in the winter they're trying to find shit to do. Like that is true. Uh, it could be oddly true. I know. I know. Like around here, like certain weekends, like Memorial Day, you can't get anyone to go to a show. No, it's just anytime anyone attempts it, it's kind of a an issue no right. one really shows up much which is unfortunate but yeah. i guess i, I understand yeah. um that's what, i mean that's what's excellent because i I've, I've been listening ra- to radio very heavily for my entire life so this is kind of like a dream come true that i get to do this yeah sick setup man. <laughs> <laughs> thank it's you awesome. uh this this past week um even though it was just a silly Twitter contest, it was very cool for me to hear just the podcast get mentioned on a, a, a satellite radio show. Oh, yeah. So, I mean... Props to you. That, why, thank you. <laughs> why, thank you. I'm going to actually just play that real quick because I just like hearing it. Oh, yeah. Let's hear that. Uh, I didn't... I wasn't prepared for this. That's fine, I guess. Mm. Oh, that's dead air. I hate it. <laughs> Should I talk about sports? Sports. Eagles lost. And that's live from the dining room. Already getting it out there. Making it, um, you know, all come together in a big, big way. Thank you, Ron Bennington. Damn. (laughs) Yeah? I love Ron and Oh, it's a great show. Um, How did that happen? They just find you? It It was a Twitter thing. I just was tweeting at them, and then they came across the Twitter account, and that was very cool for me. Yeah, hustling, <laughs> trying. Like yeah, it was yeah. it was more than anything else. Like it, it it got nowhere real. I mean, I got I got a few Twitter followers out of it, but um, it was just cool hearing my podcast mentioned by my radio hero. Hell yeah, That's he's awesome. great. He's the greatest. You listen to the new show? I'm sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna get lost in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! What is that? What is this show about? I don't know. I usually just listen to Terry Gross, and that's it. And the Felix podcast. Right. If you guys could ever check that out. It's Tell awesome. me about the Felix podcast. It's a free form, like conversation type podcast. They touch a lot on, uh, I don't know, kind of like what makes things happen. It's kind of like I just got done watching that uh, Master of None show. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, check it out. It's Anzis Ansari. And it touches on like the millennial like circumstance of yeah. like what we go through with dating and online dating. And a lot of that kind of comes off in the Felix podcast, like those conversations, because it's our age range uh, talking about what the fuck we're going through. It's kind of interesting, you know. I don't think other generations went through what we're going through right now. With I, yeah, I know. Like we we had a foot in both worlds. Like for the yeah. when we were growing up, everything was still analog, right? Which I'm I'm kind of grateful for, right? You know, I don't want to just 
because I see kids now, like four year olds with their iPads, and it freaks yeah. me out a little bit. Like, yeah. imagine I, their dating world yeah. when they get up there. Uh, I, I mean, I, I was actually thinking about that last night, like like watching my grandmother at Thanksgiving, yeah. and I was thinking about like, what about when I'm seventy? Yeah, <laughs> if I'm seventy. Yeah, these kids are going to be having digital hand jobs. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, so I think you're right. We, I mean, I guess every generation could say that, though. Like, this is the f- first time that we had it. But but for the first time, I feel like the connection's getting lost. Like, well, I go to school in Loyola University in Chicago, mm-hmm. and when I take the elevator, no one's not on their phone. Like, yeah. like you, just, you just mentioned dead air, mm-hmm. and I think dead air in real life scares the shit out of us too so you your life is paused as soon as you get in an elevator it's like real life stops for what how many however many floors you're going up right and you have to pretend not to be a human you have to almost like sink into the wall because any interaction at that pause of life is weird man you're absolutely right yeah dude it fucking freaks me out and so like even if you're the guy who uh doesn't engage in his phone and talks to somebody you're seen as the weird one for sure um i I know um up until like maybe in the spring this year like i i would just kind of always kind of follow plans and everything like that like for instance i wouldn't go to a show alone right because it was just uh, it was was out of my element but ever since probably the spring i was just like fuck it i'm getting out of my element i'm just gonna just jump in there and I do talk to people, and I, I mean, luckily I have something to talk about, you know? Yeah, I think I remember being shocked that you were by yourself oh, yeah. Yeah, in Trenton. <laughs> and I'm like, how far is your place? Like, oh, it was a little bit. I'm like, came all the way over here? Like, it's, it's, it's definitely different, and, and I think I like that. I think that's why I gravitated towards you that night. It's just like, you know, you have to be confident enough to be like, this is something you enjoy. There's no shame in enjoying it by yourself. Right. Especially back then, I know I needed a few drinks to even talk to anybody. Otherwise, I would just stand around and linger, right. which I still do sometimes. Alcohol is popular for a reason, though. Right. That's a human thing. Right. But, uh, like, in, in school, there's this guy I met, Michael, and he just sat next to me, open row of seats, and me being from Chicago that I'm from, I was like, why the fuck are you sitting next to me? And he, he came through. He's like, oh, my name's Michael. Like, you what's from? your name? And I'm like, oh, fuck, we're doing this. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm Adrian. And he's like, all right, hey, I should totally get your number. Like, let's do some stuff. And I'm like, dude, this guy must be a professional friend maker. And, and we're pretty good friends now. <laughs> nice. Where, awesome. Where's he from? He's from Portland, Oregon, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because we've had some, like, conversations about violence in Chicago and why can't everybody get along. And it's, it's kind of interesting to see two different worlds not agree because I think it's not possible, and he thinks it's totally possible, and it's just weird. Because people, are, I think it has to do with the poverty gap, but yeah. but that's what's gonna. I think it's it's people. wishful thinking that it's not. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. realistically, I don't see that happening. Until so everybody's making good money, that crime gap is gonna be there. And that ain't getting any better lately. <laughs> uh, it's not bad. I mean, Northside's not bad. I'm, I'm, as far as financial stability in America. I think, I think it is. I think yeah? I think as soon as the baby boomers die off, uh, wages will go up. Uh, jobs will go up. I think technology is going to finally advance. When There's a lot of old ideals in old people and they're the ones holding the money now. Yeah. And so, so until their I- ideals and belief like dies off, religion's going to take a back seat. Money's going to finally start flowing. I mean, think about how much money that that executive makes now and i know this is turning into like this all right um but like think about how much money a ceo makes it's almost like my cousin always says 
how big do you want your yacht? It's like that is the game now. Products have like gone up in price in the past ten years, and wages still stay the fucking same. And so you're doing that to your people, you know? Like yeah. you could afford to buy them that. I've seen the houses you live in. I've seen the places you eat at. Right. That money is there, and it's not going to the general population, mm-hmm. even though the work is still on par, if not better, than what it used to be because it's cheaper now right. to have that same work being done. So it's a, it's a weird thing because that's where I think uh, all that crime, all the despair, like all that shit is going to come from. It stems from poverty and stems from this resentment towards the, the 1%. That's for sure, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I was just thinking about it. Like, I, I go to work and I, I bust my ass to earn money and I fucking get cut up and everything and uh, I get by. That's, right. You know? Right. It's not, the, it's not the case up there. Yeah, how, you, how is the minimum wage that is now, how is that even possible to, to have a family? I'm back... When the baby boomers came out, you got out of a high school degree and you could have a job that sustained and, and supported your whole family. You could have a house. And, and all they talk about is, oh, millennials live at home. But yeah, motherfucker, you're the one holding the money. You're the one that's holding back progress in this economy. Right. And it's until that dies off and people with progressive ideas. There's that CEO in, in Seattle who took a cut of his own pay to give everybody in the place a raise right and i mean why it's not saying that it should happen everywhere but he gets it yeah they work for him they make his yacht happen yeah so he sees it i mean so basically we just got to hold on for the next 30 years or so yeah that's really what it comes it's gonna happen faster than you think i think i I mean uh, probably around like 2008 when the recession probably started i was like it's got to hold on for at least 20 years before anything gets better but who knows I think it's already getting better. Technology is, is assisting us in making it easier to, to do these changes. Yeah, and it's also like just the thought process. You kind of like everyone's got to be on the same page with that as well. You can't right. just hold on to. You can't be greedy. Yeah. Well, now everyone's like a journalist, and yeah. so like you videotape something and you get it out in the public, and you raise awareness for shit that's really fucked up. And shit changes. Yeah. Because of it. So yeah. yeah. I think it's an awesome age that we live in where we could change shit yeah. with a cell phone. Yeah, with dumb Twitter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You could probably tag, you tag, dude, what is that, Ronnie and... Uh, Ron and Fez? Yeah, you, t- you tweet, twi- is it tweeted? I don't know. Tweeted. So, tweeted. <laughs> yeah, I don't use Twitter. Sorry. Um, yeah, and they, they reached out. It, it definitely has an effect, man. People are seeing it on the other side. And if people do it, it's going to make something happen. Yes. Well, I guess we'll give the people a minute to think about that. Yeah, sink that shit in. Sorry. <laughs> Why, that's fine. Let them think about it. We're going to uh, we're going to get very analog in this digital f- format, and we're going to spin a record. Awesome. All right. Uh, you want to intro it while I go over there and turn it on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how slow should I intro it? How uh, much time do you need? This is You're Not 23 Anymore by Mobina Galore from Canada.
And welcome back to Live from the Dining Room. That was, uh, I should know this, this is my friend's band. Despite the Raven, when a song called Man Falls. That's, uh, Craig. Everyone knows Craig from Hidden Cabins and other bands. That's one of his newer projects. Uh, it's from the new, uh, full length that they just released. Free on Bandcamp. That is called Man Falls. Get, check that out at despitetheraven.bandcamp.com. Before we ha- that for that we had Dog Pound, which is um, an old band from our, from our friend Brian Books, also from Hidden Cabins. That was kind of a Hidden Cabins sandwich there. Song called "Do What I Want." Um, I should mention Hidden Cabins actually has a split coming out this Tuesday. Come over records, so I'm sure we're gonna share that. Um, if you're listening to this, it's tomorrow. If you're listening to this live. Um, and before that, Mabina Galore with a song called You're Not 23 Anymore from the album Cities Away. Uh, they actually sent me a postcard from Germany like a few weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got it up there pinned to Winnipeg. Oh, that's awesome. They're, uh, I believe they're in the studio right now as well. They just got back from a European tour. Very cool band. They're fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We're here with Adrian Grape from Stoop Good Noise. Ooh. Yeah, they actually uh, they were they had a show in Chicago or outside of Chicago, and they needed a place to party. Oh yeah! And I told them just hit me up. We have a party going on, and uh, they came through. They drank a little bit. They got like some free samples from some brewery. It was like the perfect storm. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. That was after the uh, after July or yeah. I met them. I met them at this show. Okay. in Mill Hill, and uh, they kept in touch. They're pretty cool girls. Nice. It's a two piece. Yes, which is, sounds bigger than it that. It sounds huge, yeah. even live. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't know of them before I saw them, yeah. which I wish I kind of knew, but that happens, I guess, a lot. But that's like that was <laughs> like anyway. such a cool bill. The yeah, whole night. I mean, it was this. I forgot the first band. Do you remember the first band that was there? But it was like Springsteen meets punk rock, which was like amazing. I was wondering if that was like a Jersey thing. I don't remember the show, unfortunately. I remember y- you guys and Molly Rhythm and mm-hmm. then Moby Right. The first band, I, I totally forgot the name, which I'm sorry, but they had this cool like sax. There was saxophone in there. There was like guitars. It was, it was amazing. Oh, I do know what you're talking about, too. Yeah. They were sick. Yeah, that was a cool one, man. Um, I, I'm a self proclaimed Molly Rhythm super fan. Yeah, Molly Rhythm's amazing. I've, I've, had, I've had to admit that to all of them at this hey, point. You, you guys prank called me when Alyssa was in, in town? That was supposed to be, it wasn't really a prank call, it was, well, a, it was a hey. Yeah, and then I, I messaged you on Facebook, I'm like, hey, it was that you? Because yeah. I, I totally, like, you, you guys mentioned your show and stuff in the voicemail, but I'm like, I can't pick up block calls, man, I never know whose wife it is, or... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all that I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, so man. It's a, it's a touchy... Uh, Move. It's a risky move. Risky move. I didn't. I didn't know that number was blocked. It's a Skype number, so it's constantly changing. It totally said blocked. <laughs> and I was like, okay, shit's on purpose. I'm not answering this. <laughs> oh man, that was um, that was back in like September or some shit. Yeah, that was a fun episode. I gotta I, see if I could party with them while I'm out here. Who's that? Uh, with Molly Rhythm. Oh, because I know some of them are in Jersey, some are in Philly. Yeah. I'm going to see who's in Philly on uh, Saturday. We're doing that brewery. What is it? The fundraiser? Yeah, it's Philly Brewing Company. The Philly, Philly Brewing Company is having a, like a fundraiser for pet shelter animals. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, it's unfortunate. I mean, I, maybe I could, I could let, let people know on Saturday, but if 
they're listening to this live. Yeah, yeah, happened. yeah. <laughs> this is totally just because I'm going to text the Molly Rhythm later and see if they can make it out. Yeah, for sure. Cool. They're a lot of fun, man. I used, I um I was over there. They 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 run a bar in uh, Trenton, and I went there and I another few brownouts. Yeah. Very cool. Let me crash there. It's a cool <laughs> bar. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, check real, it out. Yeah, it's a real cool bar. Um, good people all around. Surrounded by good people. Yeah, they're good people. Trent, I mean, Trenton doesn't necessarily have the best reputation. You know what? That's not true. But Trenton has a bad reputation for people that don't go there. Okay. So everyone, every time I tell people I go hang out in Trenton, kind of want to move there. The name sounds ominous. Yeah. Like, what the fuck happens in Trenton? Camden, that's a bad place, too? Yeah. yeah that sounds Well, bad. so I hear. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't really go there too much. So I, I, I just, because I've been hearing places were bad forever, and then I started going there. And I realized it's not really the case. When we were in, Trenton was the Mill Hill, right? Right. And, and that place was like, it seemed dangerous. And then at night, everyone went home. Like, <laughs> it, it's like, it was like 7 p.m. And nobody the fuck was there. Nobody. And I was like, oh, shit. It's like Brady Bunch. Like, that's not bad. Like, no, not at all. Right. Usually in Chicago, it's like at nighttime where shit gets bad. Um, but there it was kind of like, yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, yeah, there's a few areas that I've dealt with that aren't great. But yeah. Everywhere has everywhere, that. Everywhere, yeah. So, Portland um, has that. Portland. Yeah, my Portland, buddy. Maine. <laughs> Yeah, my buddy's it. my buddy's car got broken into in Portland, and but um, I mean it happens anywhere. You go. Anywhere, yeah. Yeah. Um, over here in Newark, New Jersey, that's not really the greatest place, but I mean I've gone to upwards of fifty Devils games there and never had a problem. So nice. So I'm sure, Bela has nothing good to say about the Devils. Who's that? Bela. No. That's hockey, right? Devils, yeah, I'm not a super sports fan, but Bela is a hockey fan. Okay. Yeah, Blackhawks. He's oh. a Flyers fan? Oh, yeah, Jamie's a Flyers fan. I don't care. I, I, every other team is, is fine. It's just kind of whatever to me. I just hate the fucking New York Rangers yeah. so much. Do you know, like, uh, Coheed and Cambria? Are you a fan? Yes. They're from Jersey, right? Or uh, I I don't know. I think they're from New York State. I mean, I don't know where exactly. I'm going to check on that because I'm curious now. Yeah, because they had that song, the Jersey City Devil. Devil in Jersey City. Devil in Jersey City, yeah. Some of my favorite shit. Jersey City is a... Jersey City is a cool spot. They're trying to get some venues up together there. It's weird. It's very... Also, I mean, it happens everywhere in the state. People kind of just stick together in their little scenes and no one crosses over, which is what we're trying to break up. Where's Springsteen from? Bruce Springsteen? Asbury Park. Okay, is that far from here? Uh, probably. I, I usually get there in about thirty-five minutes or so. Yeah, it's not that far. So it's not that bad. It's yeah. cool. And that's another scene that sticks to themselves. Asbury Park. Is it yeah. like Springsteen music? Like, have you been there for some shows? Do uh, they have shows out there? Yeah, they have. They 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 were kind of on the down low for about twenty years, but now they they brought themselves back up. That's awesome. Yeah. Cody Cambria. They actually they played Asbury Park not that long ago with Glastro. New York, Nyack, New York. Nyack. Oh, that's Long Island. Okay. Okay, so that's not too bad. Well, getting out there sucks. Long Island. Kinda, I think I saw that shit on the map. I saw like we were Google Google mapping like where you're at. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, I'm getting off. I'm getting off. Right over here is like Nyack, Nassau County. We're really. I'm off. 
Yeah. We are uh, we're very close to Staten Island, New York. Like yeah, everything here is that close. Yeah. You know, Chicago, you have like two hours before you see another city. That's, yeah. that's worth it. No, that's worth it. Maybe four hours. I mean, what cities? I think it was like St. Louis. Maybe. St. Louis is only four hours away. No, it's like five. Okay. But uh, I mean, you ain't going nowhere in like an hour and finding another scene. For sure. I mean, no I can way. go to New York from New York to Philly in about two hours. Right. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I spent a lot of time in New York, um, going to shows and shit, and just hanging out. I just like to walk around and watch people. Hell yeah. Um, and I'm very accustomed to New York. When I went to uh, Philly back in August, when I saw you guys there, I was gonna walk to the venue. I was already half in the bag when I left my hotel room. Oh. So, but one of the one of the guys, he was, I think he was a homeless guy. He was telling he was telling me that he just by looking at me knew I wasn't from there. Really? <laughs> yeah. You gave off that vibe. I guess so. He was, a, he was a good dude. He got me a cab. But you looked like everybody was there. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I guess to him. Yeah. I get, I get, I get off on like people watching at the airport. At the airport? Yeah, I actually, I actually packed like maybe ten mini Jack Daniels bottles because I guess you could do that because they're one ounce or something like that. Oh. Fifty mils, and you put it in a Ziploc bag, and this, the X-ray guy either like uh, acknowledges you as a as a like a fucking chief or he thinks you have a problem but <laughs> I got it through and I was chilling watching Master of None and getting drunk in the airport Success. and just watching people yeah man there it's awesome I've, um, I, I've spent upwards of three hours just walking around Central Park and that's one of the best places because people yeah. are out of their fucking element there as it is it's like a zoo for people yes right yeah and it looks like a zoo already and then you just see people in their natural habitat. And there, is, habitat. And there is a zoo in there as well, too. Is so there? You can get the best That's of both worlds. That's how huge worlds. that thing is? Yeah, Central Park's huge. Yeah, I've seen it once in my life. It was uh-huh. Manhattan, right? That's yeah. Like, and then I was like, enough of this. <laughs> I can't do it. I stayed at the Pod Hotel, and I was like, how the fuck do people do this, man? Like, I could feel my brother sleeping next to me. Like, it was me and him oh. and my older brother, and we took a trip, and it was like, like really close quarters, man. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. And that, I mean, I was I was gonna try to live in New York a little while ago, but it's in, in, impossibly expensive. Yeah, um, you have to live with like seven people. Right, and it's unbelievably expensive. So hopefully that doesn't happen in Chicago, but there's some some signs of it trying to happen. Yeah, gentrification is the main one. Yeah, but uh, it's getting expensive. The like city taxes, housing taxes are pretty crazy. Um. And hopefully it doesn't happen, but that's another thing that needs to stop fucking happening. Yeah. Like they're just they're just building shoeboxes, man. Like yeah. not nonstop. Like that's it. That's all it is. Little townhomes, little pieces of shit places that don't really have any soul, and then just fill it with people. And to be fair, the townhomes are building your shit. Yeah, it is I, garbage. I work in new construction, right? So I see it's it's fucking particle because yeah, it's a business. Together. Yeah, you're, you're looking at the bottom the bottom line, the right. bottom dollar. Like, you, of course you're gonna right. jip somewhere. And the only places I'm seeing good construction is along the Jersey shoreline. Okay, <laughs> but it's also expensive based on location and that has to withstand storms. Right. So anytime I hear the Jersey Shoreline, it sounds like a song is about to happen. It's, it's probably in like a shitload of songs. Probably. Jersey Shoreline or some shit. I don't know. It sounds like something everyone uses. You ever you ever hang out over there? You ever been no. that, that way? Oh yeah. Did we go? We went to Atlantic City. Is that it? Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was weird, dude. Atlantic City's. I, I don't. I don't dig it. Atlantic City looks like. New Orleans like weird cousin like it's so out of nowhere there's just nothing around it and then there's just fucking hotels that are just popping up it looks like a, like a land of CD motels 
That's what it, it felt like. It is. It felt like, yeah, it felt like Boardwalk Empire. You go upstairs and you get a hooker and, <laughs> and some whiskey. Like, well, I was like, what the fuck are we going? But yeah. I didn't have fun. But it was it yeah. was fun because of our friends. But yeah. it's definitely a weird city. Yeah, I mean, I got friends that live along the shoreline too. But there's there's nice towns and shit along there. It's kind I kind of, I don't. I would never live there. Well, the but thing, it's kind of fun we to went visit. to the we went to the casino, and uh, I asked my buddy. I'm like, dude, it fucking stinks, man. Like, why? He's like, dude, it's Atlantic City. Like, it's something that happens <laughs> in Atlantic City. I was like, dude, this fucking smells, man. Like the parking spot. Do people just piss outside the cars and then go? Like, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a piss city. Sorry, Atlantic City. That's fine. I don't like him that much either. <laughs> no. It has no it has no music scene. I have no reason to go there. They tried. Did, but it was nothing but cover bands and like old pop punk stuff. Nah. I guess they do have venues, but it's fucking like... I feel like the Allman Brothers play Atlantic City seven times a year. Right. Well, the kids were still wearing ties and playing in bands. It was Uh-oh. weird. Dog-cat interaction? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Thurston's acting up. All right, uh, you want to play one more for us? Yeah. All right, cool. One more.
Nice. Thank you. What's the name of that one? That is called Sexy Motorcycle Ride. Sexy Motorcycle Ride? Yeah, yeah. Nice. That was actually named after a jealous boyfriend of some girl who uh, attacked me at a bar. It says, oh, I saw your Facebook messages. You want to take my girlfriend on a sexy motorcycle ride? I, there was no mention of a sexy motorcycle ride. And uh, he just assumed from my pictures on Facebook that that mu- must that be what motive. I want to do. Yeah, <laughs> Obviously, sexy motorcycle ride. But he added the sexy to it. It could have just <laughs> been a motorcycle ride. You know, He saw it as a sexy one. Well, I hate to call him a douche, but... <laughs> yeah. No, he has problems. Oh, good. Don't right. we all? Yeah. Maybe some, some more severe than others. Yeah. All right, man. Um, Steve Good Noise. You guys got two more shows at the end of the year, and then new album time. Yeah. Nice. Bunker down. Nice. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that's pretty much it for us this week. Um, please, next time you come through, let us know. Definitely. Thanks for having me, man. For sure. Um, you can listen to this episode and every other episode at diningroomradio.net. On Stitcher, on iTunes, on iOS Podcast app, and other places. Um, just make sure to listen Mondays at 8 p.m. at diningroomradio.net. Um, my name is Jason Wallace. Adrian, appreciate you dropping by. Thank you. All right. This last song we'll be playing is uh, Centennials with a song called Heat Lightning. They're going to be playing uh, the 12th of December. It's a Saturday over at the Court Tavern in New Brunswick. Starts at 9 p.m. It's $10, 21 plus. It's going to be a fundraiser for local animal shelters. They're going to be with The Wailing Kids, Rose Boulevard, and more to be announced. All right, everybody, have a good week.
back to live from the dining room post show joining me this is joe galupo here welcome aboard joe how'd you like that episode it was great jason it's awesome. good to be back in the dining room awesome big thanks to adrian for, for stopping by yeah he was awesome i um kind of upset i missed him i had to work yeah um we had to do the uh not so live uh version of the show which we don't do often but, yeah um sometimes you have to accommodate People and locations. It's definitely damn worth it, though. Uh, For sure. We get to do stuff like this, or I can come back in and listen to it before it's even released, and then uh, and then talk about it and Wikipedia everything and try to figure out what people were talking about. So like, sounds smarter. Well, I mean, you're not you're not a a not smart individual. You're a wise individual. I'm wise. Yes. Like the chips. Sorry, that was fucking horrible. Yeah, I like them. <clears throat> Uh, big thanks to Adrian. Uh, if you want to find out more about that, just search for Stoop Good Noise on the Facebook, and uh, I, I assume there'll be links on the Life in the Dining Room's Facebook. Hell of a band. For sure. Yeah. Yes. I'm looking forward to uh, what they have. Yeah, I was just playing the, uh, the the dining room guitar that was gifted to us by our good buddy HZ. Um, not an easy guitar to play. Um, kudos to you. Kudo to you, uh, Adrian, for being able to hold down those chords. The action's really high on it. Um, I wouldn't have done it. I'd have been like, yeah, nope. For protest? What? For yeah. protest? Like, give me a better guitar. But, um, yeah, anyway. That's fine. <clears throat> I think you, I don't think you're wrong. No, nah, man, that thing's tough. Um, I was listening back, I'm like, none of the strings are buzzing. Sound nice. Uh, the strings are new, too, so that might... <clears throat> 
Who cares? Am I right? Yeah. Um. So because you're here, I know we said we we spoke off the old microphone saying we weren't gonna go over this, but fuck it. Give me that mouse. You want the mouse? Yes, please. Okay, Joe, you got the mouse. Uh, Live from the dining room was being yapped about across satellite waves. Ooh. Ooh. Um, you might have heard. Fuck. <laughs> what happened, Jack? I'm looking for something. Oh, yeah? Uh, you may have heard this in the broadcast. And that's live from the dining room. Already getting it out there. Making it, to, um, you know, all come together in a big, big way. And I should mention, um, that was totally out of context. Yeah, but he still he still said it. Yes, it was huge for me to hear live from the dining room come from the mouth of my radio idol. Yeah, Mr. Bennington. But the full version, it was just about me sending a tweet. Yeah, which was yeah. still also exciting for me. Yeah, it was on... Well, who's this from, uh, Gail? There we go. So this is from at Dining Room Radio sent this to us last night. That's you. What up, Scope Bros, with his new Scope Bros t-shirt. Oh at lightning God. speed. And he received it. Yeah, it's really cool, too. He is uh, smoking a cigarette, right. wearing his fucking shades, yep. with a thumb up. That's nice. very Chris Stanley. Love it, Scope uh, So that's under hashtag Scope Bros, hashtag Bennington, at the iBang, and at Gail Ann, sent to all those places. And that's live from the dining room, already getting it out there, making it um, you know, all come together in a big, big way. Very cool for me. Um, if you need some some entertainment between noon and three, check out the Bennington show. Hell yeah, Serious man! XM. You know, I was um I was getting on you a little bit for the the scope bro thing. Yeah, I was because you know I don't know Jay. I was calling everybody scope bro. I still am, by the way. <laughs> I was getting on you because it's not that it, it's not that it's like like annoying at all. It's just uh, it, it didn't strike me as something you'd like like go full fledged into. And then I found out it was it was uh. It was Bennington, and I was like, oh, well, that makes more sense. And uh, I tried to tell you. To because of hashtags you're talking about? That's why I'm not getting it. Yeah, I mean. I don't hashtag anything else. It's yeah. like a fake hashtag. Like, hashtag, my balls are hanging. Right. Well, you're not really one to, like, try to sell anything or, or really, like, promote anything. But, uh, hey, man, I'm glad. I'm glad um, Mr. Bennington lit a fire under Jason Wallace's ass. And, uh, and shouted us out. That was um, really cool of them. And uh, we're famous now. So give us all your money. <laughs> yep. PayPal, <clears throat> LFTDR at gmail.com. Yep. Scope bros. Scope bros all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, How uh, did we, did we get any checks in from that? Yes. Yeah. Yep. How much did we make? I'll tell you off mic, but <clears throat> it's going to go. Why don't you tell me off, John? 70 30. 70-30? In my favor, because I did all the work. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, we'll, so we'll be, uh, I'm, I'm guessing we're going to be um, periscoping our our beginning and or ends of our episodes now. Yeah. So if anybody out there wants to uh, wants to check that out, yeah. uh, how can they find that, Jay? I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, I guess you download the Periscope app. You can search for Dining Room Radio, or, um, I don't know, if you're already following us on Twitter, it'll be there. Yeah. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's also at Dining Room Radio. It's actually pretty cool because it's like a relatively, uh, Periscope's relatively new, but um, I was surprised at how many people were actually on it instantly. Um, 
as soon as you turned it on, I mean, what was that? You're like, how many times have you s periscoped before that? Uh, I only have like four broadcasts. Four? Mm. And and is it like a follower thing? Like people like uh, like click it and like it, and it, it, it shows up in their feed or something? Yeah, or? you can follow us, and but then there's also a list of live broadcasts. And normally... And is it tag-based? Do you like? Do you put like a tag up, like you know, music or put a, scope, bro, I, or whatever? Not necessarily. I guess you could just put a title up. All right. I don't yeah. know if there's any hashtags in Periscope though, but sure. I really feel like I'm diving into this more than whatever. Just, I'm just gonna take videos and they'll la they'll be broadcasted live and last for 24 hours and then go away. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm cool. It's it's cool that um because like people can instantly they can hear you and they can instantly uh, uh, type it. It pops right up on the screen right there. Yeah. That's a good way to get your stuff out there if you're doing anything creative. Or, um, or stupid or whatever. Whatever. But uh, <clears throat> what do we got? Are we gonna play? Uh, we're gonna play the uh, most recent yarn spinner. Yes. Episode. Um, our our very own Brian Rothenbeck. Um, his his uh his um behind the scenes um storyteller podcast. Uh, this week he featured John A. Sacone, who is a um a uh, also a, a dining room radio representative Correct. of sorts and an artist who's been on here. He's also part of the Allegory um, Allegory Art Lab Collective. Uh, did I say that right? Allegory Lab Art Collective. You were close, though. Yeah, Allegory Lab, which is um, a group of great artists, um, including Johnny Saccone's uh, wife, Mel. Um, fantastic artists. If you get a chance, uh, go, go to their website and uh, check them out and do anything you can to um, reinforce uh, them making awesome art because it's in all of our best interest to keep cre creative people around us. Exactly, Jason. Um, so if you're listening live, just keep listening. You're gonna you're gonna hear uh, a sweet little guitar medley by our friend Brian Rothenbeck, yep. and followed by uh, some in some insights. Some uh, very John's a smart guy. He's yeah. he's also um, he's. He's also kind of... He's like a, a dick. He's like a good dick. He's real. Yeah, he's, he's real. for real. Yeah, and um, he's not afraid to say what, what he wants to say. And um, uh, I'm pretty sure after you're done listening to the Art Spinners, uh, that'll become very apparent. Also has a very um, very wild style of playing music. And uh, he's trying to do something a little off the cuff, a little... Uh, trying to rock the boat, I guess you could say. A little bit. I'm sorry, I'm nodding. Yes, he's and, for um, sure. He's definitely not a. Uh, he does, doesn't really um, abide by the formula that is music. He tries to really do his own thing, and it, it shows. And it, I, f I fucking love it. It's great, man. I, I mean, as far as looping goes, I mean, he's he's also added his own element, which I haven't quite seen anywhere else, which is excellent. Dude. Yeah. Um, but if you're not listening live, you could also find that. Um, I believe it's yarnspinners.podbean.com. I'm going to double-check that real quick. Yeah. But they're also on Facebook. Just search for Yarn Spinners Music Podcast. Yeah, and um, Instagram, um, if you want to. Also, I'm sure uh, Brian throws links up on the Instagram page, which is just uh, Yarn Spinners Music Podcast. Um, and just follow Brian Rothenbeck, too. Yeah, great dude. Great dude. Played last night Excellent with him. songwriter. Playing tonight with him um, at a birthday party. We're actually going to make some money, which is great. Um, just uh, fantastic people Ooh. in the surrounding areas. What do you got? What do I have? Yep. Um, 
I'm gonna smoke a cigarette. You look like you're looking around for something. I don't know. I was looking. What do we have coming up? We got um next week we have the Great Depression. Yep. We got Andrew Lang coming in the week after that. Then hmm, who knows? Maybe we can. Uh, we'll have a guest. Maybe we can keep it that way and just tear ourselves apart. Possibly. Uh, and then after that, ooh, we got Hidden Cabins coming back in. Nice. Well, Christina Leslie, they have a split coming out. If you're listening to this uh, Monday, it's coming out tomorrow. If you're listening Tuesday morning, it's out. Yes. Comeoverrecords.bandcamp.com. Yes, uh, and Comeover also just put out a um, damp basement uh, session, which is uh, more uh, more of a heavier uh, metal, hardcore, punk um, aspect of the Jersey scene and surrounding areas. Kind of funny. I told you. I showed. I told you this when we were listening before, but I played Dog Pound. And then Craig's other band, Despite the Raven. Despite the Raven. So I accidentally incorporated Hidden Cabin's little sandwich there by accident, unrealizing. Oh, well, I mean, is... the members of Hidden Cabin's um, are just doing doing great things. All right, so, uh, yep, I correct myself, yarnspinnerspod.podbean.com. Episode 14. That's where you can find uh, anything Yarn Spinners in, and just search for Yarn Spinners Music Podcast on Facebook. Um... See you next week. Let's go, bros. Let's go, bros. <laughs>